You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hello, you are tuned in to Very Loose Women. I am Soyla and I'm here with Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hi. And Anna Rose. Hi. Fabulous lady. Leo is recovering at home uh, before a trip away, but we've got you covered. This episode, we're going to be having a discussion about body hair. Um, so stay tuned, but let's start with celebrations and frustrations. I'll start with you, Nikki. So my celebration is that I had a Swede. I, I was, I <laughs> which was is a kind of vegetable. Swede, which is, yeah, which is, by the way, a kind of vegetable, which is a vegetable that's grown in the United Kingdom, unlike a lot of other vegetables. And you can buy one for like 80p mm-hmm. at a supermarket, big, big Swede. But no one really knows what to do with a Swede. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's the thing. And I didn't either. But now... I found three ways to use the Swede, and they're all great. So I, I made you should like tell us. a Swede risotto, which tastes kind of like a butternut squash risotto, but with a Swede. Okay. I also did mac and Swede. <laughs> oh! <laughs> which was a recipe from, oh, what is her name? That really cool, Jack, Jack Monroe? I oh, yes, yeah. yeah. She's like really great. Um, oh my God, what's the third way? Swede three ways, and I forgot <laughs> the third way. Um, Sounds very versatile. I'll get back to you on that, but there's another way to use the okay, Swede. Well, okay. But that's my celebration. Okay, that's, I mean, good. And also, listeners, if you've never had a Swede... I really recommend it, because butternut squash, it's not grown in this country. It's always out of season, most of the time. It's really expensive. Yeah. Go for a Swede instead. Go for a Swede. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a frustration. I took the whole week off work because I had a friend's wedding. So I knew that I was going to be out of London for a bit. And then I was like, I'm going to get back to London. I'm going to do all the things that I haven't done for the last however many months. And now it's almost Thursday and I, my to-do list is getting longer instead of shorter. <laughs> I'm like, am I ever going to... It always gets longer before it gets shorter. <laughs> That's the rule Does with life. <laughs> and I just feel like I've taken this whole week off work and... What have you done with mm. it? Just constant. I mean, I I went. I mean, the wedding's uh, nice. The wedding, the wedding was very beautiful, and then I went to Southampton. I met this amazing professor and interviewed him for my podcast, and it has been good. But it's just that the week like is a good way to use your week. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like I'm not really getting through the the things that need to be done. Gradually, I think one at a time is the <laughs> try and look at it one at a time. I'm not several at once. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's nice. I think my celebration is going to be um, that this episode, when we upload it, will be our 200th episode on ACAST. Yay! Go very yeah. loose women! That's amazing. I know. Um, I didn't, that wasn't, I just saw that accidentally when I was logging on to see the stats today and uh, was like, oh, that's a big one deal. Nine on episode. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Two wow. hundredth episode goes to body hair. Yeah, and the two hundred the two hundredth person who sends a postcard to the studio will win a special prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I like that. Yeah. You, you, we won't tell you how many postcards we've got. <laughs> so it keeps it even more of a surprise. Um so let's just jump in to our topic, which is body hair and more specifically body hair on women. Um, I have it, we all have it, it's completely natural, and yet, as with many things female-related, um, at the same time, it's not acceptable. 
And body hair is less accepted on certain areas. So I'll give you a little list. Um, and that's the face, but in- excluding the eyebrows. Mm. Um, knuckles, feet, toes, legs, um, armpits, on the arm if the hair is darker, mm. so it's more revealing. Um, the same basically all over the rest of the body, um, <laughs> except the head, um, in which case it's better if you have more hair on your head. Um, around the boob, um, and then I've just put the entire crack, including like from butthole, but also top of the crack from to the to the front crack and beyond. And so, beyond. <laughs> so um, whole region. Um, just everywhere, basically. Yeah. And then eyebrows and head. Eyebrows and head seems yeah. to be the appropriate places for women to And even to eyebrows, have not too much. Yeah, we don't want it too bushy, but... Uh, yeah, so how do we feel about body hair? Do we remove body hair? Why, why not? So I stopped removing my body hair like a few years ago, like maybe like three or four years ago now. And I guess I did that partly out of principle and partly just because it was like such a faff. Um, but I think that it's it was quite an easy thing for me to do because... I'm white and I'm fair and mm. I'm aware that like it's a lot more difficult for lots of other people to do um like the idea that shaving is somehow not feminist is not an idea I agree with at all like I mean and not that I don't agree with it but I think that idea is something that comes from white feminism and can be yeah. like quite exclusionary because yeah. it's a lot more difficult for women of colour to stop shaving and they're a lot more stigmatised mm-hmm. um, for it. So I would never say that like not shaving is the feminist thing to do. But mm-hmm. for me, I think like at that time, um, I actually stopped doing a lot of things. I stopped wearing makeup. I stopped plucking my eyebrows, stopped dyeing my hair. Like some of those things I've started doing again. But at that time, I felt like um, the way I saw myself was a lot to do with other people's opinions of me mm. and doing all of those things made me feel like I was forcing myself to stop thinking in that way mm-hmm. so yeah that's when I stopped shaving and it, I haven't gone back to it since then um but yeah yeah I think um see I've always had a, a bit of an issue with body hair and that was mainly because I was relentlessly bullied it felt like um so um, I mean, I do shave, um, but I only really... So, like, I get rid of the hair on my face. Um, and I also get rid of the hair, like, around my hand area uh, because they're the areas which were really, like, just relentlessly kind of taken the piss out of. And, um, like, I was called um, a gorilla. I was called a wolf. <laughs> like, all of these really hairy animals. Um, and I remember being in this shop with my, I think my dad and my nan when I was about 12 or 13 or 11 or or kind of a very kind of that kind of age. And there was this kind of kerfuffle or kind of this very loud, like mother and daughter. And I don't know if uh, like something happened or she was telling the daughter off or whatever. And as you know, you look around when there's like a loud noise or comes a shouty going on, like very, I think very naturally. And I did that as a 11 year old child and this woman just her was like oh look it's the girl with the mustache like in the shop and i <laughs> anna's face is like completely jaw dropped <laughs> i know i know and i ran up to my dad and i was like crying and i was like this lady's really not with me and um 
my dad was like, okay. Um, and like, I kind of very vaguely, like the memory kind of drops off there. And I think because mm. that's the most traumatic part of the memory. But yeah, and then I tried everything. Like I would dye with my, I would like bleach my moustache at school. And then I remember this boy was like, oh, um, your moustache has disappeared, blah, blah, blah. And that made me feel good. But then a couple of weeks later, when it had like started to go a bit yellowy, they'd be like, oh, why is your moustache blonde? Like it would, like just nothing I did helped. Um, and that has really stayed with me. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and I only stopped shaving like my legs and like my pits recently because I was like, I can't be bothered to do this anymore. Mm. Like it takes so long. It really does. I don't think people, men, understand. <laughs> no. Like how much of a faff it's it ridiculous is. how long it takes and you've got to and also there's all these rules and it's like oh you should exfoliate the hair so that you can get rid of all the dead skin if you want to clean shave but then if you're waxing you've got to make sure it's you know you've got the is it the talc powder so that your skin's nice and dry it's just like how many rules do they have to just shave my hair which i don't need to do but mm. you tell me that it's wrong to have it so that's my thoughts <laughs> Um, I feel similar to Nikki. I've got very fair hair on my mm. body, so I've never really had a problem with it. And I think as a maybe 14-year-old, I became aware that all my friends at school were kind of shaving their armpits yeah, and their like legs. The age. Yeah, and it was not something that like I even considered that I needed to do because my my Didn't hair is yeah, yeah. It's not that... Um, visible or intrusive but I do mm. I do occasionally shave my legs and I have been um, getting Brazilian waxes for nice. over 10 years nice. mm. um, which is very much a how I want to feel about yes. my body and actually I think when I'm in relationships I do it less because I <laughs> I'm spending less of my own time in yeah. that area so I care <laughs> so I care yeah. less but when it's like when I'm single and it's like I'm down there quite a bit. I'm like, you know what? I, I yeah, like the yeah. feeling of having this. Yeah, and smooth. I think I think that's the thing about removing hair. It's, I think, from what we've got from what each other has said, it has to be about what you want to do for mm. yourself. Um, and I think falling into that feeling, like we do with so many different kind of body image things mm. and kind of general kind of beauty things. It's all I need to make sure I look okay for other people when they look at me and I think you get that with acne you get it with makeup and you like your nails and you know all, and yeah. clothes right everything is you feel like you and I don't look at people and I think that's the other thing and say oh that's a hairy person um or you know and I think we care a lot about what other people think of us and not necessarily they're not really looking at us in that way yeah except, except for the awful people that are pointing to children and shopping malls except for those hor like, <laughs> horrible women in the i know i can remember what shop it was and like where it was yeah. all of that um, um but yeah have you ever felt embarrassed about your hair i noticed that when my trousers are like ride up a little bit and the revealing like the bottom kind of ankle bit mm. um and of course you know my hair stops before the ankle um but i notice that people tend to look and i'm like oh okay what are they looking at they're looking at so i've got tattoos in the area but i've noticed it when the tattoos are covered I'm like oh no the only thing that they could be looking at is uh is the hair 
And then I'm like self-conscious. I'm like, well, just do I shuffle my feet so that they're it's slightly hidden from view and that kind of thing? Mm. Yeah, I I feel like when I have like my underarms out and they're mm. hairy, depending on who I'm around, sometimes I feel like conscious of it. Like I don't want to be waving my arms about. Like even though I've made that decision not to shave it, I still don't feel like I'm fully have fully owned that in like mm. all circumstances and also I know like not so much now because I've just realized it's like whatever but when I was younger like throughout my teenage years and up to my early 20s I was so anxious about like my pubes and like what do you do with them should you yeah. shake because you get all these images of like n like no hair there mm. and obviously like it's fine for anybody to do what they want with it but I feel like it's just really, I remember, yeah, it made me really anxious because I was always thinking like, oh, somebody's going to think I'm weird if I have hair there yeah. and I don't even like know how I would like remove it all and all of yeah. that. So I guess, yeah, I don't feel like that anymore, but that was some kind of embarrassment around that. Yeah, I think that also plays into that kind of thing where it's um, wisdom and knowledge is passed on through, through women and mm. the people, I've never read about it or was taught about it or whatever, but it's always, um, I suppose now it might be a bit different because you can look online if you're concerned or if you're just intrigued or, or want to learn more. But um, yeah, in like the 90s and the early noughties, it was very much like I would go to my friends and I'd be like, hey, so um, do you, what do you do about your hair down there? <laughs> and it was always, and then like yeah. you'd have this group of like 15 year old girls who would just yeah. be like, oh my God, just get a tweezer and do that. And some people who are like, oh, I don't do that, or blah, 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 or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I think the other thing about embarrassment is that in researching songs to play that were related to body hair, it's um, a lot more about pubic hair. And even then, it's overwhelmingly negative. It's like, you know, oh, well, you've got these male rappers who are like, I'm not going to have sex with her if... <laughs> It's not all like completely prebubescent kind of <laughs> empty down there. And it's just like, okay, nice for the imagery. Although the song that we should probably play out on the live version is Regina Spector's song, Folding Chair, in which she has the lyrics, I've got a perfect body because my eyelashes catch my sweat. Nice. Which mm. is nice. such a positive way <laughs> nice. to look about your body hair yeah and it has a function and it's there to help your body yeah it has an actual function the yeah. that's the, the thing we forget way. it's like i'm colder without yeah. my hair yeah. yeah absolutely or more susceptible to illnesses or mm. yeah um and I, I briefly mentioned my frustration with all the different ways and you can get rid of your body waxing um you know an epilator which is the worst pain possible oh God, yeah it's horrific please and anyone if you're considering buying an epilator please don't do that yourself um <laughs> but all of the ways that hair is advertised it's incredibly sexualized it's like i'm your venus you know it's kind <laughs> yeah. of it's kind of like oh you're a goddess without your hair kind of thing mm. and i'm like oh okay well you know it really drives that into you um yeah. Yeah, it's really disturbing the way that it's advertised. And also, the adverts never have the hair in them to begin with. It's like no. you're shaving an already <laughs> shaved underarm. It's like yeah. just 
what is the point? But yeah, the amount of products as well is overwhelming. I remember like when I was younger, I was really into using all the products and I use <coughs> all of them, but I'm sure like a lot of them can't be good for your skin at all. Like that cream that removes your yeah. hair and people put Dissolves that like everywhere and it must be, it's really bad for your skin, like makes your skin really irritated. And um, I used to use that a lot. And I found it okay. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but I don't know if that's because my hair is thick and mm. it's made probably for thicker hair. Yeah. Like, you know, like, what hair? Um, but yeah, epilators are horrible. Mm. Waxing, I actually quite enjoy waxing. I enjoy waxing. I like the sound, like that. <laughs> <laughs> and the little bit of pain. I know, it's thrilling. <laughs> um, did did you know that um, pink razors cost more than non-pink razors? What? Yeah. No, I have is heard that. that. Is that yeah. the gender thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh it's a gender my thing. God. So it's, it's part of the whole gender tax is that um, male shaving products cost a lot less than female shaving products, which is so messed outrageous. up. Even more outrageous. Yeah. Like, first you're telling me I have to do this, and then you're going to put a price tag yeah. on it. Like, yeah. Outrageous. Yeah. Oh, I think I don't know much about this, but shaving you can date back when shaving was like invented by one of the yeah. big shaving companies. Yeah. I don't know which one it is, but where they basically started advertising like they do at the moment and from that point is when women started shaving. Like they didn't do it before like some oh. uh, I think early nineteen hundreds somewhen, I don't know. It's oh. about the nineteen twenties, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I will say that a lot of advertising, a lot of really awful advertising is created by older white men and mm. there is a larger problem within advertising mm. and creative departments to get more women into those roles yeah. where we are the people advertising and it's certainly mm. a discussion I've had as part of my job with a lot of other female creatives is why would shaving ads show hairless legs mm, being shaved? Yeah. So it is something that um, women in advertising agencies are definitely talking about yeah. quite a lot. Mm, I mean, and that's good. Trying that's to good. change. Yeah. Because it is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. And I think, you know, you have that interesting... I've just been reminded, thought about the, the Gillette kind of advert, that kind of famous and that viral one about, oh, you know, is this is this really the best a man can get? That kind of mm -hmm. looking at the way that men kind of act in the in society. Mm. But then I also think of other Gillette adverts of women who are just wholly sexualized. And like, oh, you can have this razor on the go. And it's like, who's going to go? I'm, who's going to go out <laughs> to a public bathroom and get their <laughs> leg out? Like, it's, so it's a bit of a, I don't know, swings and roundabouts. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah how do we what do we love about our body hair because we've talked a lot about things that frustrate us and and whatever but so let's, let's kind of reclaim that love for the body hair and I think underarm not underarm shaving I feel mm. quite powerful in that yeah and I was really inspired by this blogger called Demi Colleen I don't know I think there was just I saw this photo of her with her armpit hair and I was like oh wow that looks she looks great mm. and then I don't know that was just that a little kind of act of inspiration that I got yeah, no, I agree with that. I also really like just stroking my hair on my legs. Mm. I'm just, I just like having yeah, it there. I find I it really that. comforting. I do that. So a bit like cattish behaviour. <laughs> yeah, very cattish yeah. behaviour. So I enjoy yeah. that a lot. How about you, Anna? Mm. Um, as previously mentioned, I don't have 
loads of hair. I've, mm. I think I've always been appreciative of the shape of my eyebrows. I feel like I've never really mm. had to pluck my eyebrows. They're a good just, shape. Yeah, thank you. I feel like I've got quite an odd like hairline. And my eyebrows just perfectly complement okay. them. <laughs> and, and like that song about the eyelashes, like I think I've always had quite a positive attitude towards my hair. Yeah. A, a, because society has never really questioned why I've had it. But yeah. Yeah. And B, because I think it's it's all got its function in the... Yeah, definitely. I think it's just, it's all about like what makes you feel good as an individual. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I stopped like plucking my eyebrows for a while when I stopped shaving and stuff but now I've gone back to plucking my eyebrows just because I feel like that's how I like my face to look and it's not like if you comply to beauty standards set by the patriarchy you're not being feminist because that's not how the patriarchy works you Mm. know like us whether whether or not we choose to do it is not really gonna make a difference mm-hmm. but it's all about like what you feel is working for you and some people have more freedom in that than mm-hmm. others but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I think the overall message of today's of today's episode is it's okay whether you want to shave your hair or not but it's just do it for you yeah really I think and that's the I think as as far as positive <laughs> messages go I think that's a good one yeah I love um, it. but yeah so let's all celebrate our hair um, or lack of it or lack of it let's yeah. let's just celebrate ourselves um and I think on that on that note, I think we should draw the show to a close. Absolutely. Um, so thank you, listeners. We've been very loose women. And um, thank you, Nikki. Thank and you. Thank you, Anna Rose. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> let's, let's thank each other um, for helping to produce this episode. Um, thank you, John and Resonance One Hundred Four Point Four FM for engineering and hosting us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at VLW Radio. We're on Facebook, which is Very Loose Women. And you can email us at vlwradio at gmail.com if you have anything to share. And that uh, mention of postcard sending, um, you can send to the studio address, which is Very Loose Women, Resonance FM, um, 144 Borough High Street. And then I don't know the postcode, so you can Google that one. But look it up, because if you are the 200th person to do it, there will be a prize. A prize, yes. Remember your return address.